On today's show, Geely postpones plans to take Volvo public, Kia shows off its new large SUV, and the supplier ZF shares its thoughts on the future of autonomy. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the voice of the global automotive industry. Chinese automaker Geely is postponing plans to take Volvo public. The two companies planned an IPO, valuing the Swedish automaker between $16 and $30 billion. But they're delaying that plan due to trade tensions and a drop in auto stocks. The companies say a listing could still happen in the future, but there's no timetable for that now. And speaking of Volvo, the company extended the contract of its CEO, Hakan Samuelson, for another two years to 2022. He became CEO in 2012 and has led the company to record sales and profits during his tenure. An earthquake last week in Hokkaido, Japan, forced Toyota to stop production at a transmission plant, and that led the automaker to suspend production at 16 of its 18 plants in the country due to the disruption in the supply chain. However, it's only going to be temporary. The transmission plant is resuming production today, and by Thursday, the company says all plants will be back online. And Volkswagen can't seem to shake its diesel scandal. The company went to trial on Monday in Germany because it's being sued by investors for $10.6 billion over its emission cheating. The shareholders argue that VW should have told them about the scandal sooner, and they're seeking compensation for the drop in the company's stock price. So far, VW has paid over 27 billion euros in fines and penalties. And still to come, Kia shows off a big new SUV. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by ExxonMobil. Owners of classic Jaguar and Land Rover vehicles can now bring them into the 21st century. JLR is offering classic-looking head units that have modern technology, like navigation, Bluetooth, smartphone integration, and a digital radio. They come in four looks, a black or chrome faceplate for Jaguars, and a black or silver brushed aluminum for Land Rovers. The classic infotainment systems are available now for £1,200 or about $1,550. Now that we've talked about the past, let's move into the present. Kia showed off its all-new Telluride, which will arrive early next year. The eight-passenger SUV will be powered by a V6 engine and is several inches longer and wider than a Sorento. It's a muscular-looking vehicle with a large upright grille that wraps around the sides and LED taillights that curl in at the top. The Telluride will be made at Kia's manufacturing plant in Georgia. And now we go into the future with Mercedes Vision Urbanetic. The wild-looking pod is an autonomous and electric vehicle that would be used for on-demand mobility. The chassis was developed so it could switch bodies, either for transporting people or goods. It has enough space to carry 12 passengers or 10 pallets. The Vision Urbanetic also has an intelligent, self-learning system 
that analyzes local information to send out the vehicles only when and where they're needed. With a vehicle like this, Mercedes says it could transport more people and goods with fewer vehicles on a virtually unchanged road infrastructure. Coming up next, the supplier ZF says the rollout of autonomous vehicles is going to be tougher than expected. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Christophe Marnot from the supplier ZF, and he talked about what the first applications of autonomous technology will be and how many of those vehicles we could see on the road in the next decade. If you think about what's going to happen in our cities down the road, um, yes, traditional cars have, have their place in the cities, but potentially you might find in the short range, you know, this robo-taxi coming up, you know, or these people movers or, or these shuttles. And for these companies where um, the, the, the main driver in the business case is the cost per mile um, that, um, that you incur while, while using this vehicle, you, you, you probably have a business case which is less sensitive to the price of the technology or to the price of the vehicle than you would have for a traditional vehicle, right? Sure. So, again, if you're looking for what is the number of traditional cars that are going to be equipped with L4 by 2030, it's very hard to estimate today. But, but I think everybody in the industry realized that it's going to be probably harder than we thought it were or it would be a couple of years ago. But for this robo-taxi company, for this shuttle company, for this cargo mover company, there is a very, very compelling business case. And then if you do that in a geofenced environment, in a speed which is not the speed that the traditional car is designed to operate at, then potentially you can uh, have a technology which is simple, which is faster to develop, which is cheaper to develop, etc., etc. Long story short, I mean, it, it's, again, it's a crystal ball, right? But uh, by 2030, we estimate that we could see up to 5 million of those vehicles in the road in, in, in specific worldwide. environment worldwide. Yeah. And hey, be sure to follow us on social media. Check us out on Twitter by searching at AutoLine, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for the AutoLine Network. But that's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.